0: Welcome to day 192 of Shaped by the Word. We're in season three, Story of the Prophets, and I'm Katie here with Matt and David. And uh, we've been getting to walk through some awesome, awesome chapters of scripture, Um, some really exciting moments in um, the book of Jeremiah, lots of hope, um, lots of rejoicing that Israel gets to look forward to because of the faithfulness of their God, um, and today we're con- continuing in chapter 31, which is we, we left off right in the middle um, with, with um, chapter 31 talking about this or leading up to the new covenant and we get to um, some good stuff today. So before we start reading, I'd um, love to just pause, um, take a breath and just ask the Lord to um, do a work in us. Um, ask the Lord to open our hearts and our eyes to receive um, what He has. These are these are big passages today, and we don't want to just rush through them. We want to um, sit in them for a little while and um, and be changed by His Spirit. So, um, Matt, would you pray for us? Yeah, let's
1: pray, Father. We do thank you for the gift of Your Word to us. Thank you that You're a God who speaks, who is who has made Himself known to us, and and so. Father, as we read your word, we hear the words of comfort, as we dive into the realities of the new covenant, would our uh, affection for you be strengthened? Would our um, faith be ever more rooted in you and who you are and what you've done? Um, God, would you continue to be with us and give us wisdom as we read? Uh, We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Jeremiah 31, starting in verse 18. This is the Lord speaking. I have surely heard Ephraim's moaning. You discipline me like an unruly calf, and I have been disciplined. Restore me, and I will return, because you are the Lord my God. After I strayed, I repented. After I came to understand, I beat my breast. I was ashamed and humiliated, because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Is not Ephraim my dear son, the child in whom I delight? Though I often speak against him, I still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him, declares the Lord. Set up road signs. Put up guideposts. Take note of the highway and the road that you take. Return, virgin Israel. Return to your towns. How long will you wander, unfaithful daughter Israel? The Lord will create a new thing on earth. The woman will return to the man. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. When I bring them back from captivity, the people in the land of Judah and in its towns will once again use these words. The Lord bless you, you prosperous city, you sacred mountain. People will live together in Judah and all its towns, farmers and those who move about with their flocks. I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. At this I awoke and looked around My sleep had been pleasant to me. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will plant the kingdoms of Israel and Judah with the offspring of people and of animals, just as I watched over them to uproot and tear down and to overthrow, destroy, and bring disaster, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, declares the Lord. In those days, people will no longer say, the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin, whoever eats sour grapes, their own teeth will be set on edge. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord." This is what the Lord says. He who appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar, the Lord Almighty is his name. Only if these decrees vanish from my sight, declares the Lord, will Israel ever cease being a nation before me. This is what the Lord says. Only if the heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below be searched out, Will I reject all the descendants of Israel because of all they have done, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when this city will be rebuilt for me from the tower of Hananel to the corner gate. The measuring line will stretch from there straight to the hill of Gareb, and then turn to Goa, the whole valley where dead bodies and ashes are thrown and all the terraces out to the Kidron Valley on the east as far as the corner of the horse gate. Will be holy to the lord the city will never again be uprooted or demolished man so much faithfulness being um promised being we're reminded of his faithfulness um so much hope that we are seeing from the lord um that i mean i just love the end of that when he is saying only if the heavens can be measured and the foundations be searched out, like obviously that can't happen. So God will faithfully can keep a remnant of his people and will, um, never let Israel be demolished. And, um, what hope that that would give them what hope it gives us that he is, um, faithful to accomplish his purposes and, um, to keep us. So what, uh, what are y'all what stands out to you guys?
1: You know, I, I love that the Lord, even before he we get to like the new covenant being revealed, you know, specifically here, um, we're seeing him hear the the groaning and the moaning of his people. You know, he says, I've surely heard Ephraim's moaning, you discipline me like an unruly calf. And Ephraim was one of the tribes of the the ten tribes of the north that you know here is is representing Israel and And he's just saying, I hear the cries of my people. You know, they've received my discipline. And Mm -hmm. this is, I've been disciplined. Restore me and I will return because you are the Lord, my God. After I strayed, I repented. I came to understand. I beat my breast. I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Mm. Is not Ephraim, my dear son, the child in whom I delight. Though I often speak against him, I still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him, declares the Lord. So just that that wonderful... um, I mean really just picture here of, of God's people you know being disciplined because he loves them but but in that discipline you know repenting returning and the Lord saying yeah and I still delight in in my child you know I still delight in my firstborn and so mm-hmm. God is a God who delights in his people um he does not delight in their sin you mm-hmm. know but but he disciplines those he loves and, and so we're seeing some of that leading our us to the new covenant uh, we just see a God who 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 cares who loves and um, here's the cries of his people.
2: And I like as well, you know, if you've been reading, you know, we did drama scripture last season and we're going through the prophets this season and it still kept us in the story. And you kind of feel that tension throughout the story of like, how are the people going to be faithful to God? Like he's mm-hmm. obviously faithful. We've mm-hmm. seen that. It's like, well, how can the people? And it's like, well, they can't. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get the peek behind the curtain here. Well, how can they? Well, the Lord's going to have to put the law in their minds, write it on their hearts. You know, he's going to have to do this work in his people mm-hmm. and that's how it's going to be accomplished. And, and the same is still true today, right? Like how can we, it's not so much that we work really hard and just, you know, grit it out and follow the Lord, but that he does this work in us. And it's only through that, that we can be the faithful, obedient people that actually have joy that like we talked about and love and, and I also just really like in verse 34, like, hey, it's going to be a day where like you're going to have to tell your, na- you're not going to have to tell your neighbors, hey, know the Lord, mm-hmm. like everyone's going to know him. And, and cool. who's that? This invitation to know is from the least to the greatest. This is an invitation to all. And so there's just some big, awesome gospel movements here that answer some of those questions that kind of get formed. Like, well, how, how can I be faithful to Jesus? Do I need to try hard? No, <laughs> he's going to do this for you. Mm-hmm. He's the, the the faithful covenant keeper. Um, so lean into him, yeah. I just like that invitation.
0: Yeah, I, just so much um, here about reconciliation that he is that he is making. Um, he is bringing this his son back to him. Um, and Matt talked about that. Is not Ephraim my dear son, the child in whom I delight? Um, so therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him. And then, even just a few verses later. Um, He talks about how the woman will return to the man. The Lord will create a new thing on earth. The woman will return to the man. So, so much reconciliation happening. There has been, our sin has driven a wedge between a sinful people and a holy God. Um, But he is making a way for reconciliation to be brought about. And that that is such a good thing. I mean, we even like, we're running out of time, but we we look at the shows and movies that we that we love, and that moment of reconciliation when there has just been um, conflict and frustration and miscommunication, um, heartbreak when there's finally reconciliation, our hearts. I mean, we we love it. We live for it, and it's because we are made with this need for for peace among um, relationships, and we. We, our sin, just like he says in the New Covenant, our sin is what brought that about. Um, And so God is making a way for his people to be brought back to him um, in in peace Mm -hmm. and through Jesus and what hope we have because of it, um, what rejoicing we get to do because of it. And um, it's just so fun to read these passages knowing that Jesus um that Jesus came. Do you have something? Yeah.
1: Well, that? I mean, this is one of those passages where, you know, it's it's easy to look at this and, and we're so familiar with the new covenant language to miss that like this filled the the imagination of the the people of the New Testament, right? That when Jesus came on the scene, they didn't see, you know, him as doing something altogether different and new and forming some new religion. They saw him as the fulfillment of this new covenant. And so even when Jesus know takes the bread and the wine yeah he says this is my body broken for you you know this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you that that this right here that we're seeing is fulfilled in jesus and so the new testament writers are going to pick up on these themes and and point us back and say is fulfilled in jesus so god didn't do something altogether just different you Mm -hmm. know in christ that it's the fulfillment of this right here this new covenant
0: It's like, it's new, but it's not new, (laughs) right? Because he says, I'm doing something new, but it's, what is it, new wine and new wineskins? Like, so, um, man, it's it's new in such a refreshing, good way. Um, And so, Father, thank you. Thank you for these words. Thank you um, that we, thousands of years later, get to look back and see these promises that you made Um, And that you have fulfilled in Jesus and that you are continuing to do. You're continuing to bring about restoration and reconciliation among your people. And Father, we look forward to the day when we don't have to tell our neighbor, know the Lord, um, because you will be known by everyone. Thank you for revealing yourself to us. What a gift that is. Um, Would you just continue Um, to be with us, continue to change us. It's in Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen.